Welcome to The Platform. I'm your host, Chad Balthrop. Every Monday through Friday, we're doing our devotionals together. We take a few minutes to read the Bible, make some observations about what it says, and then we pray those verses back to our Heavenly Father. We follow this simple pattern because we hope you'll get into the habit of doing your own devotionals every day. Read a paragraph or a chapter in the Bible, make your own observations about what it says, and then use those verses to inspire the way you pray. We call this podcast The Platform because we believe God has given everyone who follows Him a unique circle of influence. Your platform represents the principles you stand on. It's the plan you intend to follow, and it's your place of greatest influence. You can be compassionate without compromise. You can intentionally look for opportunities to connect in gospel conversations with someone every day. You may never stand on a stage, but you have a place of influence, the place God has entrusted to you to be an instrument of His grace. During this season of Safer at Home because of the coronavirus, your platform may be your family or your neighbors or the people you work with the most closest. Wherever you are, whatever the circumstances, God has entrusted you to carry His grace, to carry His gospel to the people in your life. Knowing, trusting, and living His Word is the fuel that ignites the passion for our devotion to Him and gives us the strength, courage, and wisdom we need to honor Him well. Today, we continue our look at 1 Thessalonians. We chose this book because the overall theme of 1 Thessalonians is to stay on target. In this letter from Paul, he answers an important question. When the world is changing all around you, how can you stay on target with your faith? You know, it's clear recently our world has changed a lot because of the coronavirus, and every day we move a little closer to the time when things will return to normal. This pause in our schedule is a great opportunity for us to evaluate the things we do and why we do them in your life, in our church, with your business. I wonder if this pause has revealed to you the things that matter most. It creates an interesting possibility. We don't have to turn everything back on all at once. We can take time to focus on our most significant priorities. Instead of simply filling our schedules with activity, we can turn turn on first those things that genuinely move us forward in following the plan God has for us. For too long, we've confused activity with significance. I'm busy, so I must be important. Wouldn't it be incredible if when this pause is over, we would stay on target and fill our days with those things that in this moment echo in eternity? That's why knowing and living Scripture is so important. Through His Word, we see beyond this moment to the long term, even the eternal reality of the words we use and the actions we choose, of the way we treat one another and the way we follow God. So let's dive in. Today we're going to read 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 17 through 19. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 17 through 19. But we, brethren, having been taken away from you for a short time in presence, not in heart, endeavored more eagerly to see your face with great desire. Therefore, we wanted to come to you, even I, Paul, time and again, but Satan hindered us. For what is our hope or joy or crown of rejoicing? Is it not even you in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ at his coming? For you are our glory and joy. 
That's 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 17 through 19. Doesn't that just sound like the time that we live in right now? Here's Paul talking to the church at Thessalonica saying, I just can't wait to see you face to face. And I can't right now because it's like something, it's like Satan is hindering us from seeing one another face to face. But I, I just can't wait for that moment when we can be together again. And I'm so thankful that Paul took the time to use the technology that was available in his day to encourage the church at Thessalonica. The reason why I'm thankful for that is because we're getting to read those words right now today. And in this season of social distancing, in this time when people are concerned about their health and their safety and what does it mean to see one another face to face, I know that there are moments when people are feeling isolated, when people are feeling alone. And I don't know about you, but I just can't wait to come back together for church with my friends again. I just can't wait for us to have that moment of celebration when I can see your face when I can hear your voice, when from the same room we can sing the praises of God, when from the same room we can hear God's word boldly taught and we can respond together in the way we serve him, in the way we surrender to him, in the way we serve one another. I can't wait for that moment. And then it's like Paul takes this great consolation in verse 19, for what is our hope or our joy or our crown of rejoicing? Is it not even you in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ at his coming? For you are our glory and our joy. You know, in this moment, I wonder who in your life that you could point to and say, here's, here's the, I'm proud of them. I'm so proud of what God is doing in their lives. Have you had that opportunity or that moment or that privilege of being able to share the story of your faith and seeing a friend or a family member place their faith in Jesus Christ? And as they did, now you can point to them and say to them, see, what is our hope or our joy or our crown of rejoicing? Why are we so happy in this moment? We may not be able to be together face to face, but I know the faith of my friend. And I know the way their faith has inspired me. And I know how the story of my faith has inspired someone else. This is the crown of our rejoicing, that we had the great privilege of being able to share the gospel with someone, of being able to share the story of our faith with someone else, of talking with someone about who Jesus Christ is. And now as a result of that story, Jesus Christ has allowed us to be involved in that transformational process, that transforming work that that Jesus did on the cross at Calvary. I'm just so amazed that of all the ways God could have possibly have chosen to share the gospel, of all the ways he could have chosen to share the story of his love for me and his story for his love for other people, he chose you and he chose me. He chose us to be able to share these things together and to be really to be to be a part of his grand story this eternal story of the salvation that he brings through the sacrifice and the and the resurrection of his son Jesus And so today, I hope you look for opportunities to share the story of your faith. Maybe you could get online and just get your camera out and just say, hey, here's how Jesus has changed my life. Maybe you could type it up. Maybe you could put it on social media. Maybe you could share it with someone in your home. Maybe you could give someone a call and just say, I got to talk to somebody about my faith because Jesus has done so many incredible things for me. And then just let it out and see what God might do with it. And I just, in this moment, I stand with Paul. I can't wait to see you again face to face. 
Maybe we get to worship online. Maybe we get to worship together in the same room or on the same campus. But one way or another, at some point, this time of social distancing will end and God will bring us back together again. And so until that day comes, let's stand together in spirit and recognize that we together can be that crown of rejoicing, that you've encouraged my faith and that I can encourage yours, and that together maybe we can encourage someone else. Let's take some time to pray that back to our Heavenly Father. Father, thank you so much for the people you've placed in my life. You've given me so many friends and so many fa- so, so many people in my family. And, and then just the, the church family that I have. Oh, God, I just long for us to be together again. I just can't wait for that moment we can be in the same room to sing your praises, to hear your word, to follow in your footsteps, and to simply be your people in this community. And so, Father, let that come quickly. I pray that you would bring healing over this virus, the coronavirus, that you would heal our nation, that you would heal individuals, that you would protect the first responders and those in the healthcare uh, fields and those who are caring for those in the in the greatest um, amount of risk. God, I pray that you would care for them in these moments and, and that when that time comes for us to come back together, that we would just be able to celebrate and to rejoice in the goodness of who you are. Father, thank you for the miraculous thing you're doing in our lives right now. I pray that we would never take those things for granted and that we would get good at telling the story of your faithfulness and your graciousness to us. Thanks for involving us in this process. I pray that we would honor you and honor you well. We love you, Father, and we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I'm so glad you joined us today. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you can catch all the future episodes. And you really could help us connect with more people by rating and reviewing this episode or pressing like, leaving a comment, or sharing with a friend. You can also catch more devotional thoughts every day through our partner podcast, Follower of One. It's available everywhere podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on the platform.